Man, it's been a long time coming, Jojo Paul, but we are <laughs> back together, chest. brother. We are back together. Welcome back inside in the garage. As a we're not fact. inside. We're actually in the garage. We are actually in the garage. We're looking out at the streets of Colleen right now. That's right. This smells of the MIC and the corpse of Jojo Paul. It is not the corpse of Jojo Paul. Welcome back inside. <laughs> I got to let go, man. I'm a free agent. We're going to talk about that in a minute. We're going to talk about, the, gonna talk about uh, that in a minute. It is the Untitled Sports Show. Uh, welcome back. It's been a couple of weeks because we've been dealing with a lot of things. First off, uh, unfortunately, due to cuts in the radio industry and just about everywhere, they uh, decided to let my brother, my co-host here, Jojo Paul, go That's right. uh, from Town Square Media. He, he ain't don't he ain't heard about it as you can as you can obviously hear. No, of course not. <laughs> it just means I can sleep in on Saturdays now. <laughs> but uh, but I want to take this time personally and say you know thank you so much, brother, for for everything that you've done for us together while we've been together doing this radio shit. Right, right, right. Uh, you know I I never got a chance to personally say this to you, but I definitely want to say it, even though we've seen you playing karate in the garage. Right. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for everything that you've done for us, man. It, it's because of you that our station was was jumping and successful. Right. Uh, and, and you know what? You know this might not be the end of it because we you know we probably gonna bring you back well there is they is they dance so might bring me back right. they, they may bring me back but at the same time we like i told everybody on social media when when this whole thing happened that we were still going to continue to do us right and we was going to get out and get what we wanted to do done regardless mm-hmm. of what happens with town square media and that's why we're here in my home in the garage in the garage with the garage the birds open. chirping you, you hear the, the overclass the overcast sky and the occasional passing by of people looking at us weird because we're talking and they're looking at us <laughs> we got this whole bike set up and bored <laughs> They like, what are these guys out here doing? Right, <laughs> we're broadcasting live. That's right. Career, from the, the from Chateau Mills. <laughs> but how you been, my brother? Man, I've been doing all right. All right. I still have an essential day job working on electrical utilities, so mm-hmm. I'm still good. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's why. That's why you know everybody was kind of hurting. Everybody was like, "What." Well, you know, it, motherfuckers was getting ready to start GoFundMe's and all kind of shit for Joe. I'm like, JoJo's fine. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you want to give him money, you can. You can. <laughs> or, you know, if a special honey wants to give me a, something a little extra, you know, I'm, you know I'll be, definitely make myself more than readily available. Hold on, let me hit this button for you. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> well, the sports world is kind of at a standstill, but a lot of interesting things going on. I found Gary Bettman to be real interesting trying to pimp out his NHL to a city that's corona-free for possible postseason runs. <laughs> but they're not the only ones talking about this. The NBA is talking about right. it. You got a couple other leagues. Even talking Major about League that. Baseball wants to rent out the state of Arizona. Wow, that's crazy. Right? How, you, how you go rent out a state? Well, they <laughs> the bulk of your Major League Baseball spring training facilities are right. either in Florida or right. in Arizona. So they picked Arizona. They'll bump, they were talking actually proposing doubling up certain places, locations to move all those other teams to Arizona. Right, and I've they're going to do the whole thing out of Arizona. That, that, I don't know if that's going to work. Interesting. Out. I don't know if that's going to work out because again, we're talking about a, a a virus that can spread easily through different people, right? And you don't know who all these people. You you're going to have look. This is going to have to be like a super controlled environment in order to make this happen. This and it's, and it's going to be really impossible right. <laughs> when you think about it. It's going to be it's got to be super airtight control to get this to be done. Uh, NBA's talking about the same thing. They're talking about uh having double headers between WNBA and NBA games on certain days. Uh and, and interesting. And, and having it in one city, getting all the players to come but, together in one city. Again, you like with a, a lack of participation, you're spending more than you're actually going to make. Right. <clears throat> that part and plus, you know, just Listen, it, 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 you have to follow the advice of medical. Again, the last thing y'all need is to have pro athletes dropping dead from this thing. 
healthy, right? Top of the, we're talking about the top of the line, healthiest one percent of people on the planet, and <laughs> this is what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. We're talking about pro athletes. These are the top of the line, elite one percent of people on the planet that <laughs> that are healthy, and we're and we're talking about just because yes. we're bored, we're talking about putting all these people at risk, <laughs> right? Because we're bored. Well, look, look, the hunger the hunger games are coming soon enough. Pick your district. I hope you're in the right district. <laughs> Pick it because the Hunger Games coming soon enough. I mean, so yeah, I'm gonna need everybody to come. Running down. Man, Hunger Games, you know. <laughs> oh, I do the Running Man. Running Man looks fun. It would work. <laughs> I think the Running Man would work. But the <laughs> book's better than the movie, though. <laughs> I, I, I love the movie. Come on now, the Richard, movie's good. But come read on the, now, Richard book. Dawson. Read the book. If come you read on, the man. book, then watch the movie. The book is infinitely better because it gave you an endless resource. The whole country. Was your playground? I understand that. <laughs> I respect that, but at the same time, you know, like I said, Richard Dawson. Come on, of now. course. <laughs> now, if anybody would spread the coronavirus, to be him because he kissed every female alive—black, white, Asian. He didn't care. He was gonna kiss you. <laughs> that's why I say. That's why I love the running Richard game. Dawson, man. Richard he Dawson. was the ultimate player, yeah, man. man. For real, for real. Out here kissing, kissing your mom in the lips. We didn't, get it twisted. we didn't have much time to delve into this. I want to go in on the Buccaneers <sighs> because you replaced your quarterback with the corpse of Tom Brady. Now you're telling everybody he's not a bust. Somebody sign him. Oh, you talk about Jameis, right? Yeah, talking about Jameis. You took a shit on the man. Now you want him. You was one of these people taking a shit on the man. I was willing to give him benefit <laughs> of the doubt. Like when they talk about signing Philip Rivers, I'm like, no. You're going to sign an aging, slow as a diesel motor quarterback, turnover prone, instead of keeping the younger guy. But, well, here's the thing they're similar ilk, high risk, high reward. I mean, quarterbacks. but everybody and their mama knew when when Tom Brady became a free agent, just about every team in the league had to take a look at that. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's still Tom Brady. He's, I mean, six rings, Tom six Brady. Six rings, diminishing skill sets. Uh, that, 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 is, that is all true, and that's why we had to go in on Brandon Marshall's monkey ass this afternoon because he <laughs> he gets on first take over the week, uh, during the week, and, and, and listen, I get it. Tom Brady's the greatest of all time, all other stuff, but you forgot what he had in place in New England. None of that is coming with him to Tampa Bay. All you're getting is Tom Brady. All right, Belichick not coming. But, I mean, Tom Walter, Brady. Elderman ain't coming. None of that. None but of Tom Brady does have an excellent receiving core. He I, has Goodwin. Again. He has Evans. He has Bright. Again. What he doesn't have is a running game. Again. <laughs> and an offensive line. Again, all that is fine and good. But everybody right. is already ready to give the crown to Tampa Bay. I'm not. Under the assumption that, like, because they think all of that that helped make Brady successful is coming to Tampa Bay, and it's not. You're just getting Tom Brady. That's right. Okay? You still have the same shitty offensive line, you no still running gotta, game. The worst st- secondary in the NFC South. And you still got to work with them receivers. We don't know what the chemistry is going to be with those receivers. Right. We know we know this for a fact with Tom Tom Brady, if you don't work out well with them, you're not getting the ball. You're not going to get the ball. All right? You're not, we know this. We know this. How many how many big names raw receivers have come through New England and have never and it's never pawned out like talking about? You had the one great season with Randy Moss right. and it's still never it, it still never turned into anything big and successful. Well, he had Welker for a few years. He's had that's Edelman. All he had. That's all he had. Those were and his Gronk. guys. Those were his guys, though. When Gronk was healthy. Exactly. Those were his guys, though. Those guys would go <clears throat> up to New England and practice with him all the time. And all. How do we know all this is going to transpire in Tampa Bay? 
And how do we know, number one, that Arian can even handle this? And Brandon Marshall needs to shut the fuck up because Brandon Marshall oh. is, st- is clearly still bitter about never getting beat out by two rookies the year he made it to the Saints. The right. Saints signed him. He was only there for three, I think, three, three or six weeks. Didn't even make the month. Couldn't even stay on the roster a month because he couldn't beat out Keith Kingwood and another rookie. And he couldn't learn the playbook. But everybody's got the playbook. Everybody's got the book. According to Brandon Marshall, everybody has the playbook. Except him because he didn't make the team. <laughs> Except him because he couldn't because he couldn't learn the playbook. He couldn't understand the playbook. And everybody's got the playbook on the third best offense in football. The third best offense in football in 2019. The most winning games in the last three seasons in football went to the New Orleans Saints. But the window is closed. For what? I don't know. I don't know how he came to this assumption. We just added Emmanuel Sanders. Now Drew Brees' window is closing. Yes. But the rest of that team is still intact. We've loaded up at when it got into Emmanuel Sanders. We don't even know what we're going to do in the draft. The draft right now is just a luxury pick. That's just depth. <laughs> That's just Weakness depth. addressing. We don't even know what we're going to get. Like, everybody, now like, you're probably going to look towards a future quarterback. It, well, he's either going, we're either going to look at – I think it's going to come down to when the Saints draft pick, when they, it's turn, their turn to draft, it's going to come down to uh, 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 best available player. Who is the best available player left? Because we really don't have a need right now. Plus, we only got five million dollars in salary cap. So, right. <laughs> so unlike us, we had a cool eighty-eight million. Y'all should, and most of that went to Brady. So, but y'all still have enough to, you know, the free agency period is for the most part over. So, this should be the draft for Tampa Bay to set themselves up for at least they need their biggest need now to have Tom Brady in your backfield as an offensive line, right? If they don't address that, that man's going to be getting up off the turf every play. And he's going to hate. Like he, like Jameis was. And he's going to hate living in Tampa. And he's going to hate Tampa Bay for it. We know one thing about Tom Brady is that when he gets sacked a lot, he can't take it. He gets all oh, bitchy. He'll be, he'll, he will get in somebody's ear. He gets, he gets bitchy. He gets emotional. He gets in his bag. This is going to happen a lot more often than you think in Tampa Bay. It's, unless they address their offensive unless line. Unless they address the, the offensive line, which is which I think they will. I really do think they will because they know they have no choice at this point. Right. To protect that $30 million That man investment. cannot run. Jameis could at least escape for a few seconds before turning the ball over. Tom Brady will not. Why, is, why hasn't nobody signed Jameis, though? Why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Do you think it's the 30 interceptions people are turned off by? Well, if you did the math, it wasn't just the 30 interceptions. It was where it happened, how it equated. That man was personally responsible for giving up almost 120 points. It's crazy. They said if he if he even cut his turnover ratio in half, Tampa would have been 10 and 6 last year. Not Seven to nine. I just find it interesting that half the planet Earth, just because Tom Brady showed up in Tampa Bay, is ready to give him the division crown, give him the championship, and the give Super him the Bowl, NFC, and because the Super that Bowl. will be the expectation. <laughs> but that's that's a ridiculous expectation. You still got to survive the gauntlet of Tom of 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 Breeze, uh, 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 Matt Ryan, and whoever the hell is in Carolina. We ain't even gonna worry we about Carolina. We don't know, but they still have a pretty good defense. We ain't even gonna worry about Carolina. Not yet. We <laughs> <laughs> ain't even gonna worry about the Carolina. Program is get, rebuilding. Put it like this. <clears throat> they gave they made Christian McCaffrey the highest paid running back in football. A lot of people reason. got upset about that. 
<laughs> I wasn't. Now, there was a radio show on your station, the Cheryl Underwood show. Uh, they were actually accusing it of being a racist signing, and it's like, no, they made an investment in a player that was responsible for a lot of offense generation. Oh, my God. Okay, so congratulations. The first white running back in history got a big payday. That doesn't mean it's Since racist. Frank Gifford. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. the, the man. Who's crying racism with this? I, that's why I understand. That's, that, was the, that was the tone they were using, and I'm like, well, no. I said, one, if you were offered $64 million, would you not sign that paper? I'm going to sign that paper. Right, I'm going to sign that paper. I don't care. But, but the this... man was responsible for most of that offense. He did 1,000 yards rushing and receiving. And I think <laughs> and I think with that paycheck, they tell that tells me they finna do that a lot more with him. Right. We go. We got to compensate you because we don't know what this is. You're going to get this work. You finna get this work. <laughs> and he's going to get leveled. <laughs> <laughs> they are going to – every running back, every linebacker, Secondary guy is gonna tune in on this guy and say, "Yeah, sixty-four million here, here, yeah. earn it, <laughs> right? Sixty-four million, man. Come on, man. You're yeah. gonna earn it, <laughs> earn it, Sparky. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are uh, once again. This is the Untitled Sports Show. New episode. We're back in the building. Uh, let me, let me, uh, let me. We're getting live. We're going live on Facebook real quick oh, for, the, for the folks. Let them know that we here. Let them know, Jojo Paul, put your hoodie on. We, yes. we here. Oh, my God. We here. We here. All right? Uh, and we are recording this live right now here at the crib. Uh, other sports headlines in the news. And we – oh, hi, everybody. Everybody, we – you know, what's good, everybody? Mel's on the MIC. Jojo Paul. The corpse of Jojo Paul. The, the corpse of Jojo Paul. <laughs> the, the, look who I got with me. We had the crib. It is uh, the Untitled Sports Show. We're recording this right now. Um, new episode on the way in a matter of minutes. Uh, on SoundCloud and all the other uh, podcast platforms. So go ahead and listen in, chime in with your comments if you got something you want to talk about, uh, something that's on your mind in the world of sports. Um, one of the big things that a lot of people have been talking about, Georgia Paul, is the XFL finally folding. Uh, yes. Interesting story with that, though, because uh, a lot of a lot of uh, lies are coming out. A lot of truths are being revealed about the XFL since it's folding. Really? Um, Vince McMahon was originally arguing that the WWE would not have any ownership stake in the XFL. Right. But now that the league is folded and all the paperwork has come out, now they find out that the WWE did indeed own almost most of the debt or most of the money involved with the XFL. Wow. And this week, the WWE has been laying off wrestlers left and right, including yes. big names like Kurt Angle. Right, the older uh, ones. Right. Well, not so much the older ones. <laughs> the just, expensive ones. Just, just more of the expensive ones and also uh, the uh, so much more of the expensive ones. Hey, Maria, hey, Andrea, how you doing? Um, and, uh, but more of the sort of the, the newer talent. And that's kind of revealing. Yes, that, you're, that's, you're that, out of the shot. Huh? You're kind of out of shot. I'm out of shot. No one wants to look at my ugly mug. Yeah, they do. They want to, they want to look at <laughs> the you, corpse brother. of Jojo Paul. But I find that interesting because uh, because once again, like this young man has predicted before the virus hit and everything, spring football. I didn't, I didn't think it was going to last. And the United States just doesn't work. Okay, can we stop with this experiment once and for all? Spring football in these United States does not work. Now we are we finally in agreements with this. Well, we've had two can leagues. We, we've had two leagues flop. Can we, can we stop with this experiment? But there, there are a couple of players that were XFL players that are now going to be eligible NFL for the draft, right? Which is a good thing. Yes. Which, which is a good thing. But at the same, we're not so much eligible, eligible for the draft. You got a lot of players that got signed straight off right. the street. Uh, uh, I think the guys uh, that were getting missed, right? We're getting signed off the street and stuff like that. But I, 
stop with the spring football, okay? Can we stop with this once and for all? Can we put an end <laughs> to this nonsense? Because it's pointless. A lot of people time. are losing millions of dollars in a pipe dream. Yeah. You know how long it took the NFL to be a multi-billion dollar industry? It took till the 90s. Right. This league was almost 80 years old before it started turning the profits. Right. NBA is now turning the corner. Back, like you said, 20 years ago, we had to watch it on tape delay. Absolutely. So they, 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 I think it's because people think we got billions and we can make this thing hot quick through social media. It's still not the See, case. the WNBA hasn't figured this out yet. The WNBA wants the big money. They want their players to make the big money. It took forever for the big players in the NBA to make that big money. It took decades and decades and decades. Well, we also had the WNBA draft last night. Uh, uh, Ionescu was the top draft pick. Right. And I'm starting to see, but I think this is a good time for the WNBA right now because you're starting, thanks to the death of Kobe Bryant, and and uh, and uh, more attention is being paid Not towards. Not just that, the uh, broadening of the talent base. Right. right. You're seeing more programs spring up with elite talent. You're seeing girls getting better opportunities than ever before. And the WNBA. The NBA needs to recognize this is a building process. This ain't right. going to happen overnight. And I think they are. I think they've come to realize that. I think they've come to realize that because now, like I said, I, I even find myself more interested in what the w, what's going well, on over there. I had a ball, you know, my daughter played basketball through mm-hmm. junior high. Right. But that family's from Connecticut, so that's all I got to see was UConn, 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 UConn. Oh, my God, I got so sick of UConn. But, <laughs> I mean, that man is turn, finding talent. He's turning out good talent. Now the problem is – not everybody can play at UConn, so you got other programs like South Carolina, Baylor. Yeah. I, you know, I got a chance to see a lot of these programs spring up. Right. Yeah. And you're seeing now more girls getting more opportunities, and the overseas opportunities are better for female athletes right now. Right. And, than it is in the states. I hate and, to say it. And that's, well, we hate to say it, but at the same time, that's why you're seeing the states starting to improve this side of women's basketball. You're starting to see more resources and more attention being getting more uh, corporate investment into uh, uh, women's basketball. But they got to show they can support themselves because the NBA is still subsidizing their losses. Which is true. Which is true. But at, uh, again, at the same time, it's because. You know, we've taken on a a, a, a sort of a modicum here in, the, in America about being more supportive of girls and, and their athletics and the things that they want to achieve. And Because before it was like, oh, the WNBA born. I ain't watching this. But now it's becoming a point well, where... Well, no, actually, it's just a different style. Right. It's, it's, more fundam- it's got to be more fundamentally sound. And that's what people are coming to understand about the game of women's basketball. I love watch. I love... I, you know, as much as I would love, hated watching UConn shit stomp people, I got to see live basketball, and it was good. The atmosphere is good. The players are accessible. And right. And it's a game, good experience. So, it, and you can start to see the growth starting to take off, and you start to see more and more people tuning in. And, and of course, you start to see more and more players. That, and that's another thing. You had to get more superstar players involved in the WNBA, and you got that. And, and a lot of that is largely due to Kobe Bryant and his support. Right. Uh, uh, and, and I and, believe his daughter was an honorary pick. Yes. Yes. It, a beautiful thing last night. Uh, they made the uh, all the victims, including Gianna Bryant, and uh, all the other uh, folks who lost their lives in that plane crash made them honorary draft picks uh, with the WNBA last night, which was a beautiful thing, a great thing to see. And, again, again, this is going to be more encouraging to girls playing basketball. We – a lot of the times – one of the reasons why a lot of this stuff didn't take off is because girls would give up. You would see girls just get to college and stuff like that. They didn't know where to go from that, and they'd just give up the game. And Well, when you watch Diana Taurasi, the WNBA wasn't – as good a league as it was right. now, right. 20 years ago, it was not that good. Right. The product was not that good. Right. So what Diana Taurasi started doing was playing overseas. Mm-hmm. Now you got, like, college stars now going overseas. Or they're coming back. 
Oh, and now, and now you're starting to see more of yeah. them coming back because of the money aspect and plus. But a lot of them, are, this is a year-round thing because right. they make the money in the WNBA. Then they go overseas. Right. Diana Tarazi is a perpetual basketball-playing machine, and she's in her mid-30s. Right. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, we got that and also, uh, oh, oh, big documentary series. I don't know if you go. Uh, Michael Jordan? Yes. Everybody. A lot of people are like, wow, because now Michael Jordan's like, well, I didn't want them to see all that. <laughs> we go see it all, You're champ. See it all now, buddy. <laughs> we go see it all. The last dance premieres tomorrow night on ESPN. Looking forward. I think to it's it. good because a lot of a lot of the younger generation didn't get to see prime Michael Jordan. And, well, I think what's going to be interesting for us is that whole behind the scenes dynamic because, like you said, Jordan's were concerned. Uh, there's been massive reports coming out this week that Jordan is concerned on how he's going to come out looking at the end of this documentary. People are going to think that he's me. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. A lot of people say that about Kobe Bryant. But he was just a blunt, to the truth, to the point guy. And I think that's what's going to make this easier for Jordan to, to transition, is, is him to understand, because we saw how, how nasty Kobe can be to people, but it was all because he's striving for excellence and perfection. And wanted everyone to be the same. And wanted everyone to be the same. And Jordan was the same way, but we just never heard it or seen it right. publicly expressed. And, and now we're going to get to see it publicly expressed. We're going to get to see it firsthand with all this behind-the-scene footage. And I think uh, I'm looking forward to it. We've been so excited. They had to push up the release date on this because, you know, everybody's stuck in the house. They can't go nowhere and can't do anything. Mm-hmm. So uh, everybody's crazy excited about The Last Dance tomorrow night on ESPN. Ten parts. Ten hours. Well, now ESPN has to fill in programming because there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. And a number of their staff took Pay cuts. Which you should. Yes. Which you should. According to my wife, they need to shut down ESPN totally. <laughs> my wife. T- Come on. Well, you can't, you, you can't, can you go a day without hearing Stephen A. Smith? Ah! According to her. According to her. They ain't got no sports going on, so ESPN just needs to quit altogether. Just shut the whole company down. Quit, cancel the whole company and everybody just quit. <laughs> How ridiculous is this? That's why I told her. This is ridiculous. Hey, Lady T, what's going on, baby? How you doing? Uh, but that's just how ridiculous it is. But that's why we still talk in sports. You see us here. We got the Untitled Sports Show. We still working. 20 fast minutes of sports talking on these internets. But you know what? Let's let's keep going, man. I mean, we here. Let's yeah. do um, – we, we talked about the NBA, the NFL draft, which is going still going to happen next Thursday. Right. Uh, lots of lots of. The Giants are pimping their number four pick. I heard To that. the highest bidder. I heard that. So I, I imagine that. if anyone's real desperate, somebody's. Gonna, do you think somebody's going to pull the trigger on that? You think somebody's? Well, gonna as pull long as you trigger? got idiots like the Redskins, yeah, idiots like uh, God, there's a number of franchises that are stupid, notoriously <laughs> on draft picks. Rams, the Redskins. I mean, the Redskins are probably the king of sucker. Yeah, somebody pointed out last night. Um, uh, this was I think ten years ago. Uh, is it ten? Almost ten or twenty years ago, this week was the infamous Dicka trade for Ricky Williams. <laughs> and for starters, let Mike, me go, yeah, Mike Dicka mortgaged your let franchise me say, for hey, five let me, years. Let me say this on his podcast and on Facebook Live right now: Fuck Mike Dicka forever. Fuck forever. him. Fuck him. Fuck him. All right. Let me oh, say I know, that. Again. I know what you need. You need a picture of him and uh, Ricky Fuck Williams him. in the wedding outfit. Fuck him. I ain't mad at Ricky Williams. I'm gonna always be mad at that dickhead for trading almost <laughs> the whole draft and set you back five but somebody, years. But somebody pointed out that that no, that nothing came to be of any of those draft picks for any of those teams. Right? Ain't no Redskins screwed up. I think the Redskins out of all those picks, they got like 20 picks. Uh, they got our entire two years worth of drafts. The only person they champ they drafted out of there was Champ Bailey. 
Everybody well, else was a bust. Well, everybody else, and then and then I think they took like the cachet of the remaining draft picks that they had and traded it to Chicago, and then Chicago fucked off and and fucked off those picks. So it turned out, and then the Saints still end up winning up a Super Bowl ten years later. Everybody else is still where they are. Well, that's but, because the Chargers were equally stupid letting Breeze go. <laughs> I just want to say, I just want to say on behalf of me, on the entire Who That Nation, and everybody, motherfuck Mike Dicker forever and ever <laughs> and ever and ever. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, so, but uh, we, but uh, uh, I think somebody's gonna pull the trigger on that. I, it just depends on who's. Who's desperate enough? Who's desperate enough and who has the cachet to get to that point, to get to that top five pick? Right. Because um, the Giants don't need it. We, we, the Giants ain't going to do nothing this year. No. no they ain't going to do nothing this year. No. <laughs> I mean, it's because the them NFC, and the Redskins will contend for the bottom of the NFC East. <laughs> right, because the NFC East is... is a dumpster is, fire. Is, not so much a dumpster fire. It's still the Cowboys to win. It's, it's to lose, you mean? Because they didn't right. win nothing. Because it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been their division to win and lose for the last what four or five years now. Right. <laughs> Outside of the Eagles' run, they, they, it's been their division oh, don't to win. The Giants inherited the Clapper. Oh, 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 coordinator. oh, oh, that's gonna be good. <laughs> Clapper, they might do good though. I think they might do. I, now, I, I think the Giants will improve with because Jason Garrett is a coordinator. He's better as a coordinator, not the head dog. So I think Giants will at least improve in that area. Uh, uh, I, I, as far as the rest of them, I don't know. I mean, who would you jump up to take in this draft? Because there's really nobody that you can really look well, to and say, outside of Burrow, tag, uh, uh, tag. Uh, well, there's a run, there's a guy out of Ohio State that's high up. Chase too. Young, but yes. we but we know Chase Young and 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 Burrow. They're they're Tua. And two, they're pretty much set in stone. We know that these three are going to go to because each of those teams that they're picking in those positions need those guys, essentially. I don't know about Miami. Miami's the only weird one with that. Well, they think Tua's going to go to Miami. Miami is still the weird one with that. I still argue Miami. Well, you got, weird. as long as you got franchise like the Jets, the Dolphins, mm-hmm. you know. Can't get nothing wrong. And and and, and, that's, <laughs> and that same with that division in the East is in the AFC is you know you got a Patriots team that's unsure right now. So it's crucial that Buffalo, New York, and Miami pick right. Pick well. <laughs> pick Scout right. well. Pick well. Because <laughs> if you don't, that's, then then Belichick's gonna be celebrating another AFC East title. <laughs> Belichick will be. In- Smoking a cigar. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Tom who? <laughs> Tom who? See. <laughs> uh, but uh, we got that. Uh, but that's pretty much it for the world do you, of sports. Do you have anything to add as far as, like, um, Kyle Larson? Who? The guy, the NASCAR guy on the virtual race, decides to drop the end bomb. Not really. And gets fired from the NASCAR. Not really. How do you get fired from playing a video game? Not really. Because I mean, my thing is this. NASCAR, <clears throat> I mean, listen, that was a whole PR thing by NASCAR. Because you know NASCAR's been making a push to attract African Americans to come watch races and be team owners and be more involved with the sport. <sighs> uh, so, of course, they had to fire him. This was a this was a no-brainer. When I saw the headline, the first thing I did was, eh, because my, because shit. I'm gonna say nigga every day. I mean, I mean, let's like, let's not sit here in front. I'm not gonna sit here in front on this podcast. We, I don't know. I know this is a seeing soul brother number one here. I know, I know he don't say it, but I know for a fact that in cold spaces, white people say the word nigga more often than you think. All right, so that that was no surprise to young males. When every time I hear a story about a young a white person saying nigga, I'd be like, I, the first thing that come to my mind was eh. <laughs> I mean, so, but 
but you know what? But you know the game, JoJo Paul. When you lose the sponsors, that's a Rappington. Oh, you lose. He lost. He every... lost McDonald's. <laughs> he lost McDonald's dog. <laughs> he lost. He had McDonald's dog. <laughs> so if you lose, he that was the first step. They were going to suspend him indefinitely, and then all the sponsors lined up and, and said, "Nope, we're not going to spend money with him. Thanks, nope, but we no don't want to spend no money with him. Nope, we don't want to spend no money with him." And that's when they were uh, on a video game. On a, hey. Sorry for you. Sorry for you. It's, yeah. What did you think of that? Shout out to Bubba Wallace, though. Shout out to Bubba Wallace. Shout out to Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace, as you know, is the African-American driver, the lone African-American driver in NASCAR right now. I didn't know there was a lone African-American driver in NASCAR. Yeah, from the famous Wallace family. Really? From the famous Wallace. Yes, yes. Mm. Yes, that's but again, that's why why NASCAR acted quickly because they're using Bubba Wallace to to sort of the tiger woods of nascar right exactly <laughs> to sort of spearhead this movement of getting more there, there is a black family that owns a nascar team now uh again you're looking at to own a nascar yeah it's not cheap it's not so cheap you gotta have you gotta have some money you gotta have some money and you also gotta have resources because again sponsors is the big thing that's right. what keeps this that's thing, what keeps nascar going right it's, it's spo- you know the magic word is ah sponsorship right and that's what happened with the Larson kid. The sponsor said bye, and everybody. Well, you say the sponsor said bye. We have no usage for she you. Broke. <laughs> we have no usage for you. So no, I wasn't surprised when I read that story. I was, as a matter of fact, I, eh. but I also knew why. It's because NASCAR again had for the last, I guess, the last decade. Decade. You know, yeah. Talking forever. It was a niche sport. Well, no, I'm talking about for the last decade, though. They've been trying to make this push to get African Americans more involved because they know. Make it more friendly. Right. Because they know, <laughs> you know, they can't, you know, that audience is dwindling down as it is. Well, yeah. The NASCAR ready. core audience is dwindling down because a lot of them are dying out. That's an old sport. Like, young people are not going to sit in a stadium and watch cars go in a circle at 200 miles an hour every day unless there's, unless there's a ton of crashes. Young people aren't going to do that. Or fights in the pit, right. bro. And they're not going to do that. They're not. <clears throat> they know this. They know this. So they have to try to target another demo. What target have we never ever dem- targeted before? Black people, because black people, as you know, we don't. We're, I'm not going to the NASCAR racing. Y'all got Confederate flags all over in the infield and 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 MAGA hats every damn. Well, I'm not going to that shit. <laughs> no, I'm not going it, to that shit. It might no longer be a NASCAR event. <laughs> Am I a NASCAR or Trump rally? If tell you tell your fan base <laughs> to stop making them in the Trump rallies, and you'll get black people to come out there. But no, I've seen black people be interested, and I think they saw this because a lot of the hip hop stars started wearing these NASCAR theme material mm-hmm. and all this other stuff, but it wouldn't go to races. And and NASCAR was like, okay, we got something there. How can we appeal this? And they couldn't. They just couldn't because you got still the good old boy network still doing the thing. The old generation. Yeah, they still <laughs> hanging on to it. But no, I'm not going. I'm not going to Texas Motor Speedway. I pull up and there's and all over the infield is stars and bars and make America great flags and shit. I'm good. Am I here at a race or a clan rally? I just need to find nah. out. Uh, that, that's <laughs> it's that. a race rally, all right. That's <laughs> a race rally, literally. <laughs> oh, Freudian slip, right? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> all right. And then but I'm, I mean, and you know I'm coming through there like, hey, where are the white women at? Otherwise, <laughs> look at what I got here. <laughs> oh, the Waco kid. <laughs> you know I'm coming through there. Where are the white women at? <laughs> so that's the other problem with NASCAR right now. <laughs> that's all the problems with NASCAR right now. Oh, wow. uh, so that, um, but like I say, that 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 was a non-story to me because is it, is the draft? I'm just curious. Is uh-huh. the draft going to be televised? Yes. Yes. 
They, okay. Everybody's going to be doing, apparently, uh, according, I got the, uh, matter of fact, I do got the email here from the NFL. Uh, they say that everybody's going to be, uh, draft picks are going to be at their homes. Teams are going to be setting up in, like, various locations. They won't even be at the team facilities. A lot of team coaches, like uh, Sean Payton and everybody, will be doing their draft Sean nights Payton from did home. have corona, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, mm-hmm. back. He's back on his feet. He's all right. Go, go follow him on Twitter. Fascinating Twitter follow. <laughs> He's smoking fans and f- fans talking shit, and he's talking shit back to fans. That's good. One fan said something about, uh, oh, you got the Rona and uh, this, this, and this. And, and Sean Payton, sp- he was like, give us some Netflix recommendations. And, and Sean Payton spelled out 28 to 3 Houston <laughs> in the tweet <laughs> to, the, to the Falcons fans. So <laughs> go, you go follow Sean Payton. He's being petty as shit on social media right now, and I'm here for it. I love petty Petty celebrities and athletes, they're my favorites. Uh, Vaughn Miller also got the Rona, uh, but Vaughn Miller, Vaughn Miller got it from a stripper girlfriend. He ain't gonna tell you that. They, he he admitted that part finally. Ah, uh, he admitted that part finally because everybody was because he was like, I only left my house three or four times. Yeah, but what about your girlfriend? Oh, well, yeah, I got the Rona from her. And that's what's happening in a lot of these cases with these celebrity dudes that's got the Rona. I'm telling y'all this now. They ain't gonna tell you this. Young male's gonna tell you this. I ain't gonna tell you this. These motherfuckers getting that Rona from messing around with these skeezos, all right? That's where they get this from. Wow, they heard that. Now, huh? nah, I said, Hot I generational skeezers, skeezos. Telling your age, man. <laughs> they, they, uh, they out you. Pepper used to talk about skeezers. I'm man. trying to tell you, that's what's happening right now. When I heard that with Vaughn mm. Miller, I put two and two together on this. This is how a lot of these <clears throat> athletes. Again, we're talking about the one percent of healthy people on the planet. All right, and all of a sudden they're catching and a they, and they significant others is a uh, yeah a, a, a stripper a, a stripper or somebody that's what happened with Vaughn Miller exotic dancer that's what happened with Vaughn Miller this girl <clears throat> this girl was a stripper and she got the wrong and she got it from him so you know them them you know them them flying them flew outs and all that other nonsense you know flying out of town and all the other stuff that that's what happened there was another note in the NHL a young star by the name of Colby Cave passed away it wasn't coronavirus he actually had a ble- bleeding brain issue yes yes so I did see that Rest there were several franchises that did shout outs he was originally drafted by the Boston Bruins ended up in Edmonton so he had two franchises you know giving this guy some time and Rest in peace to him and, you know, comfort to his family. Yes, that's a beautiful thing right there. Uh, uh, rest in peace to the young man. And uh, lots of, like I said, we still trying to follow all the headlines and calling the sports. Uh, the NBA is set to start withholding player pay on May 15th. 25% of uh, <clears throat> player salaries will be withheld so we can keep the league alive. That's, that's, woo. That speaks volumes. Woo. Also on ESPN today on Saturday, if you're looking for some sports to watch, they're watching. They're showing all the greatest fights of all time, uh, uh, beginning today. That's right. I ooh, think you it, might see Rumble in the Jungle. Yeah, you will. You're uh, going to see all three. Ali, in Manila. They're going to see ooh. all three Ali Frazier fights. Wow. Uh, you're going to see a whole lot of Tyson fights this afternoon. They're going to start with a and lot. And these of, are 15 rounders, man. Yes. yes. <laughs> these uh, Them guys. Are <laughs> oh, here it is. Uh, Ali Frazier, Hagler Hearns. Jesus. Wow. Hagler. That. that I that's wish I had cable. That, <laughs> woo, that was the fight. I'll give you my ESPN. Login, my brother. If you want to get on that, uh, I'll give you my ESPN login. Might be uh, too drunk. <laughs> uh, matter of fact, the fights are underway. They're starting with Muhammad Ali and George Foreman. The wow. Rumble in the Jungle is on mm. right now on ESPN. I saw that years ago. And um, like, wow. <laughs> uh, Saturday, George also uh, coming up after that. George Foreman uh, versus Evander Holyfield. Wow, that was a good fight. Uh, <clears throat> 
Uh, also, De La Hoya versus Cesar Chavez won. Wow. De La Hoya versus Tito Trinidad. That was a damn Man. good fight as well. Uh, of course. They're pulling all the stops out. At 3 p.m., Hagler Hearns. Wow. That was a class. That, that was a brawl. Set your recording device. I saw that live in the 80s at the house with my parents. That, that was a fucking brawl. I used to love the Tyson entries because he'd either not have a top on he never had a robe but either be a t-shirt a t-shirt or gladiator just go right in that's what happened last <laughs> week when he does when tyson did the uh the show with um uh when they was talking they asked tyson about uh uh the deontay wilder and that whole big get up in that costume and tyson i never saw anything like it just take your shirt off and beat his ass <laughs> <laughs> speaking of mike tyson he's going to take up the next three fights beginning at 3 30 is tyson versus burbick uh, yes uh, <laughs> they both showed up in black drawers yes <laughs> and, uh, they, uh, then uh after that tyson versus larry holmes Oh, and then yeah, Tyson the versus Larry Spinks. Holmes. These are all those are the first. That was the ninety second one too, wasn't it? The I think. Spinks? <laughs> I think those three fights. I believe those are the three actual title fights that unified the world championship belts for Tyson in that era, and they were all very fast knockouts, with the exception of Holmes. I think. I think Holmes. I, I forgot about that one with Holmes. Uh, but those are the three fights, if I'm not mistaken, there are that uh, Tyson uh, unified the belts with. Yes. On those fights. Uh, also at five p.m. is going to be Sonny Liston versus Cassius Clay. The wow. first. Oh, the phantom punch fight, huh? Yes, and then mm-hmm. and then they're gonna wrap it up with the three straight back to back Ali versus Frazier fights. Ali versus Frazier one, two, and three. Okay, uh, so that's all day this afternoon on ESPN up until about midnight, if I'm not mistaken. They're going so all it's day. Like, it's like Saturday it's 12 fights. straight hours. 12 straight hours of boxing. The best uh, boxing. The original <laughs> fights uh, in their entirety on ESPN tonight. Uh, so if you oh, so you're saying we might see Howard Cosell? He might hear some Ooh, Howard Cosell. Some Howard Cosell on ABC Sports. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'm going to have to give you my ESPN login, brother. I'm going to have to keep you, stay, keep you up to date so you can... So you can uh, get to go ahead and download the ESPN app. I don't know. I might be too drunk by then. I'm going to go home and get right to drinking. Well, I'll be telling everybody, too. You Sanitizing know, my innards. I'll be telling everybody, too. Take $5 if you got it and spend it on ESPN+. Plus. I promise you, you, I promise you, you'll have a ton of entertainment to keep you occupied during this time. Uh, they got so many documentaries there, so many movies, so many live events. I'm telling you, it's the best $5 to spend for a sports fan right now. I'm going to do some research. What I want to find, I want to find the Gretzky-era Oilers. I want to watch some of the highlights from that. Well, you could go, like I said, <laughs> I, I, I have to check ESPN Plus because I know it's on there. A lot of people uh, are all of a sudden like opening their eyes to what Wayne Gretzky really did for hockey in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, I was. Nobody was is, nobody's going to touch those records ever. We saw it. We was out. We was alive for it. We saw it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we saw it. We got We got it. Uh, so uh, I, think, I think that's about it, man. I don't know what else we could cover this week. I, I mean, don't know. I think we covered it all. I think we covered damn near everything. And we gave you a double, a, a supersized episode today. We wow, gave you 40 it, minutes. It, it might be a couple more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I know, so right? Two for one. <laughs> so we gave you a double up episode of the Untitled Sports Show today. Uh, go ahead and check it out now for my people watching on Facebook Live. You can check it out right now on uh, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio app, all uh, also, Spotify, uh, whatever you listen to these podcasts at, Sound- SoundCloud, all the other stuff, you can check us out right there. And uh, you can catch me. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Mel's of the MIC. You can follow Jojo Ball. Mm, kind of nowhere right now. Jojo, talk to the people real quick on Facebook Live. Tell them you're all right. Tell them I am the corpse of Jojo Paul. He is Former not- Town Square Media employee. I'm furloughed. 
Uh, well, no, I don't know what to call it right now. I'm unemployed. Like, you're just enjoying it right now. You ain't, a, but yeah. you're not I'm fully employed. Sleeping in. Yes. I'm enjoying my weekends yes. in entirety. Yes. But I do miss Friday night dance party. I ain't gonna lie. I, I miss. I miss the tomfoolery of five it too. hours of drunken disorderly been, conduct. And it's only been two weeks. Two weeks. And I'm already and like I'm already missing the show. I'm already missing my brother. But at the same time, and and you know, you may be the king of sub media on these streets of Colleen. You may be it, but. <laughs> In the Mountain View unit in Gatesville, Texas, JoJo Paul is the bona fide stud. I'm going to clap it up for the mayor of Gatesville right now. My brother the mayor of Gatesville. <laughs> I am Gatesville's, the Gatesville Mountain View unit's favorite son. Guards, prisoners. Oh, it's JoJo. Hi, JoJo. Sorry. It might be a hot minute. <laughs> yes, we'll keep you up. Uh, well, but, you know, like I said, we're here at the crib. And like I told y'all on social media when I told you about, you know, they let my brother go that – uh, we still gonna be doing us. We still. That's why we here. It might garage. be a couple of weeks. It might be monthly. But yeah. Yeah, but we still be here. We still gonna be doing. And it. no doubt when the draft hits, oh, we'll definitely be back. Matter of fact, let's do that next week. Let's get ready. Next week is, is the, the draft. draft? Yes. Oh wow! Next week okay. is the draft. So uh, we'll be back next week for a possible <laughs> draft preview. Of, cool. Uh, uh, and also tune in to see how we do with the uh, the draft people. We'll go live on Facebook here at the crib and all this other stuff for the next edition of the Untitled Sports Show with Melzer Jojo Paul. Go check out the Super Size episode right, right now on your social medias and on your spot, uh, your podcasts and platforms. And we'll see you guys back here next week for the Untitled.